the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, become a member of PragerTopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the daily show prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com. Hello, my friends. I'm Dennis Prager. Good to be back. Well, you know, (laughs) I'm not sure it's good to be back. Back means California. Uh, You know, know how often I have said it's good to be back? Uh, A thousand times, literally. There's no question about that. A thousand times. Because I travel virtually every week and been doing so for decades. I travel on the average every week, not not statistically every week. Is it good to be back? How do you feel? I, look, it's good to be back home with your. Is your wife back? Because she she was visiting relatives. Yeah. So, oh my God! I think it's the first time we're both bachelors. Mm. Yes. Very rare for my wife to uh, be away, and uh, I will report why because it's extremely interesting why she isn't uh, why she's in Washington D.C. But uh, that's for another time. But it's when you go from Texas or or Florida back to California, you have uh, you have left liberty. You have left common sense. You know, forget forget highfalutin sounding words like liberty. Just common sense. Electric cars, the only things that could be sold, new electric cars. What is going to happen to the state? We don't have an electric grid here to support air conditioning in the summer. And and we're going to to be able to power Tens of millions, isn't it? Tens of, it's tens of millions, right? Yeah, there are 40 million people. There are 40 million people, and, and pe- people have cars. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, do you know how much of our problems, how many of our problems are human-induced? As we all know, suffering is caused by nature or by people. There's no, there's no other form of suffering to, that I can imagine. Earthquakes, disease, the most obvious, fires, and so on, unless the fire is caused by a human being in the case of arson. But our problems in the United States are overwhelmingly human-induced. Overwhelmingly. A new poll is out. This really is interesting because it's a New York Times poll. New York Times. September 2022. That's last month. (laughs) Here's the question of the pollster. 
Do you support or oppose allowing public school teachers to provide classroom instruction on sexual orientation and gender identity to children in elementary school? Now, do you believe that that's fairly worded? I do. If you're for it, you're for it. If you're against it, you're against it. Allowing public school teachers to provide classroom instruction on sexual orientation and gender identity to children in elementary school. There you go. So, my dear listener, and watcher for that matter, what do you think the poll's result is a New York Times poll? New York Times, Siena, I don't know what Siena is, but slash Siena. So it's a polling company, I presume. New York Times, Siena poll. What do you think, what percentage of Americans do you think support teaching gender identity and instruction on gender identity and sexual orientation to children in elementary school? So had you asked me, it's an interesting question, I didn't ask myself this, what, I wish I had tried to guess the answer prior to uh, reading the answer. Would you have guessed what the answer is? Yeah, I think so. You think so? I, I don't know what I would have guessed. Now, I can't put myself in the pre-knowledge phase. Once I know, it's influenced my thinking. Anyway, the answer is 70% oppose. There's a New York Times poll. New York Times is a major advocate of instructing young uh, kids uh, about sexual orientation and gender identity. 70% oppose, 27% support, and 3% did not understand the question. <laughs> I don't know why they didn't answer. Okay. 3% are on this side. doesn't matter. So one-fourth of Americans, if the poll is accurate, and the reason I think it's accurate is it goes against the New York Times' own position. Had this been a Fox poll, Fox News poll, you, many people would have said, well, of course, Fox News did it. No wonder 70% of Americans oppose this robbing children of sexual innocence. So it, this, is, uh, this is what I need to use. This is a proof text. This is a proof text. The left destroys everything it touches, but it's a minority. The left is a minority. And again, my, my formal education in communism comes in handy. The Bolsheviks, as the the Russian communists, Soviet communists as of 1917, Bolsheviks, which I don't expect anyone listening to know, but a handful might, Bolshevik means majority Nick. Bolshoi is, a, uh, is an adjective in Russian, and it means big. So the Bolshoi Ballet, very famous ballet, just means the big ballet. They made up the name Majority Nick 
and they gave the, the, the much more humane opposition, the Mensheviks, the title minority. Mensche means less. Did you know that? Bolshevik meant majority and Menshevik meant minority, and it was the opposite of the truth. The Mensheviks were in the majority. Yeah. <laughs> and it stuck. You know, it shows you the left is proof of how easy it is for evil to win because they're ruthless. Other people have a conscience. But for leftists from Lenin to the uh, most, most of the Democratic Party in Congress and in state legislatures, there, there is no moral barrier to achieving whatever they want to achieve. Whether it's the left-wing teachers or the left-wing doctors, doesn't matter. They take over institutions. They're in a small minority. Do you think the average pediatrician thinks it's okay to give puberty-blocking drugs to 12-year-olds? To cut off healthy girls' breasts at 18? I don't think so. But they're cowed into submission. I'll read to you about Ohio State University later. Professors are cowed into submission. The right in America never cows you into submission. It doesn't happen. Not a, not. You could say in the McCarthy era, but even in the McCarthy era, there were more people. Whoa, that was a boo-boo on my part. And I'll bet you it was my good old friend, Scam Likely. Yeah, yeah. The Likelys really are are infatuated with me. (laughs) It's a minority that does this. I wonder if the... If the average professor was intimidated during the brief period known as the McCarthy era, as the average professor is today, and even if that were the case, we're living through it again, except from the left, then the left is far more organized and ruthless. 70% of your fellow Americans, according to the New York Times, don't want this taught to their kids, and 99% of them will send their kids to school anyway. They will not take their kids out of school. They will not homeschool. They will not put them into a Christian or Jewish school. Most Christians and Jewish schools are not worth putting your kid into, but some are. And any any other school that is not robbing them of innocence will return. The Dennis Prager Show. History repeats itself, and we're seeing that play out with inflation. When Jimmy Carter took office in the late 70s, gold sold for $140 an ounce. By 1980, the price of gold topped out at $870 an ounce. If today's market performs like it did when Carter was in office, the price of gold could skyrocket from $1,800 an ounce to $9,300 an ounce. This is Dennis Prager for AmFed Coin and Bullion. Don't miss out on a great opportunity to purchase precious metals while the prices are still stable. If history repeats itself, we'll see a run on gold, silver, and platinum that will certainly drive up prices.
Be smart and buy now, as I am. At AmFed, you're dealing with specialists who provide you with personalized attention, honest information, and sound advice. You'll never be pressured into buying outrageously priced so-called collectible coins or anything that you don't need. Take advantage of today's prices. AmFed Coin and Bullion, 800-221-7694. AmericanFederal.com, AmericanFederal.com. Good to be back. I said that last hour. No, not last hour, last segment. But I mean back now from the commercial break. <laughs> that's that's a new one, I have to say. So th- th- this is a... Who is Corey DeAngelis? Do you know? Yeah, I know him very well. Okay, so who is Corey DeAngelis? So he's the head of an organization. The, the head of an organization. That promotes charter schools. And that promotes charter schools. So he's the one who put this, th- yeah, this study up. He did a PragerU video for us. I admit that with 500 videos, I don't remember every presenter. Oh, which reminds me, i got to talk to you about it. We need to put a list up of all our presenters because I'm so proud of it. I, no, I, no, 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 it's got every single video, but not just a, a name list. It would be very helpful. I'll talk to you about it later. So, the, so here was the poll, right? You, do you support or oppose allowing New York Times poll? Again, I repeat, it's important. 70% oppose classroom instruction on sexual orientation and gender identity to children in elementary school. Okay, now, here is, as always, as interesting as the news item are the comments below. This will give you a very, very good idea of how people on the left think. So you would think normal people would react to this item on Twitter by saying, boy, I certainly get it. I don't want my kids sexualized in this way or taught that there there are more than two sexes when they're in third grade. So here is the a, the typical. Uh, it's going to blow your mind. But the moment I cite this, every one of you will understand why, or nearly everyone. Let's put it that way. The first reaction from Ted Casey. Don't know who he is. This, and he has some type of uh, clapping emoji. This does. Not happen. Stop demonizing teachers with lies. This does not happen. Every leftist, every, lives in a world of lies. Liberals are yes or no, conservatives less so. But every leftist lives in a make-believe world. This does not happen. Get it? I read to you every week, probably twice a week, some school district that has made this part of their curriculum. Does, uh, does drag queen story hour not happen? Last night, Tucker Carlson showed videos of these guys in, 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 in skirts doing sexualized dances in front of kids who were yelping it up. The kids are about look like they're five or six years old. 
This does not happen. 70% of Americans live in a make-believe world, according to the left, thinking that teachers are doing this. This is the ultimate gaslighting, the ultimate. We have videos of this happening. We have the curricula in L.A. and New York and elsewhere and Portland and Chicago. We have the curricula. You think that's an outlier response? Next response from Zaxxon Galaxian. Elementary schools aren't actually doing this. So this is really a dishonest question. Isn't this revelatory? You didn't read the responses, right? Third one, from maybe another time, replying to the Angelus Corey. This doesn't happen anyway, so why are you posting about it? This is, it's, it's revelatory, as I say. Fourth one, Sarah Burris. This, this is, looks like a push-pull. No one is, quote, providing classroom instruction on sexual orientation and gender identity to children in elementary school. No one is doing this. Get it? No one is doing this. Fifth one from K. Just the letter K. No one is proposing classroom instruction on sexual orientation and gender identity to elementary students, nor are they proposing classroom instruction on heterosexuality. Okay. Well, what am I up to? Fifth? I am not, I'm not handpicking. This is the order of responses. Joe Danker. How many respondents answered the pose? but also think you can't say gay in Florida. I bet it's disturbingly high. That is a very, very important tweet. Wow. They made up the lie that there was a bill in Florida that you can't say gay in a classroom, and so they called it Don't Say Gay, the New York Times calls the bill Don't Say Gay, but they always put it in quotes, as if that matters, but at least they do. And and people on the left in this country believe that. You can't say gay. That it's not about it's not about the the, the, the non binary stuff and sexualizing kids. Next one. No one is instructing kids to be gay from Bruno Silvi. Who said the kids? Is that was that what the question was? Kids are being instructed on. uh, on, Do you oppose kids being instructed on being gay? Rachel Brem, why do you think teachers are doing this? I have read every single response to the to the original tweet in order. Spring and summer are the seasons for finally getting outdoors for entertaining, pool parties, and barbecues. But if your yard looks like a plant cemetery, you're not going to enjoy it as much. So get your place looking like a resort 
easy with fast-growing trees. When it comes to caring for your plants, know-how matters. There's no waiting in lines, no messy cars from hauling plants all over town. You order online or over the phone, your plants are shipped to your door in one to two days, and their growing and care advice is available 24-7. Whether you're looking for increased privacy, shade, or adding some natural beauty, fast-growing trees have the perfect plants and expertise to help you find them. I'm a big fan of fast-growing trees, so I give you my personal endorsement of them. They have a 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, so you can trust everything will be healthy for years to come. Go to fastgrowingtrees.com slash Prager, and you'll get 15% off your entire order. 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com slash Prager, fastgrowingtrees.com slash Prager. Hi, everybody. Ollie in La Cañada, California. Dennis Prager, hello. Yeah, hi, Dennis. I heard you say a couple of weeks ago that uh, you didn't know who won the 2020 election. Correct. Uh, on what basis do you form that opinion? Because Democrats cheat as much as possible as a rule, and because they set up new rules for this election that never existed before. They have made election day into election month or election two months because they send out tens of millions of ballots because they shut down counting. It is the first time in American modern American history that we didn't get results from so many places the same night of the election, and I believe that they cheat when they can. Um, and what? Give me, give me a case that was Pennsylvania uh, in Pennsylvania. Uh, yeah, the, one case. The, the, no, not no, not one case. It happened. It happened in state after state. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Do you think if Democrats could cheat in an election to stop a fascist, they would or wouldn't? Cheat in an election to stop a fascist like Donald Trump? Yeah, that's right. Uh, I I can't speculate on that, Dennis. Okay, I I do speculate on it. I know, I'm a a left. Let me say this. I don't cheat. You don't cheat because you have nothing to do with the election. But if you really believe Donald... let Let me finish. If you believe Donald Trump is a fascist, you should cheat. I would. I would stop a fascist by cheating. If I could have stopped Hitler in 1932 in Germany by cheating in the election, I would have. Any Democrat who really believes he's a fascist and a racist is morally bound to cheat to stop him from being reelected. Well, supposing that's true, then, so why wouldn't why why wouldn't why couldn't you uh, underwrite cheating? If, if it's true that he's a, he is a fascist. Right, exactly. So you're, you're now agreeing with me, which is fine. I don't have a problem with you agreeing with me. Except I don't agree with you. You, don't, you wouldn't agree no, with No, 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 wait a minute. You just said if he's a fascist, it does make sense to cheat to prevent him from being reelected. So we agree on that. Yes, but, but we don't agree that Donald Trump is a fascist, I'll bet. That is a, that's, yeah, because you, you don't have the slightest evidence that he is. He was, he was president for four years. What did he do that was fascistic? Are, are you being serious? I am being serious. Oh, well, uh, how, how about the fact that he, li- he lied his way all through the, the uh, pandemic? Is that a, wait, uh, so I, I don't know what you're talking about, but, but what does that have to do with fascism? Well, he, he assumed in the a, fa- a, a fascist deprives yeah. people of the right to speak, the right to vote, the right to pursue their, their religious life. A fascist stops freedom. How did he stop freedom in America compared to every Democratic governor? Well, he was anti-abortion. To, to, uh, is a small. Uh, uh, oh, I see. He was, but he, he was anti-abortion, but he didn't do anything. Wait, are you anti-abortion? Yes. In all cases? No. So how many weeks? I, I would say nine weeks, uh, as just as a thro- throwing out a term. I know that pro-life people wouldn't agree with me, 
but I, I believe that compromise is necessary for the greater good. Uh, so 15 weeks. Or 15 weeks, whatever it is. Yeah, whatever the proposal is, I support it. Okay. Okay. Is that it? Okay, Dennis. All right, thank you for calling. Appreciate it. You know, it's interesting. This is a very, I'm happy I took it. I, 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 I have a gravitational pull to calls that don't agree with me. And I appreciate them because they're listening. So I just want everybody to know that. It is a very interesting question. Do you think that the 2020 election was honest? Now, it's interesting for the obvious reasons that it's just an interesting subject, obviously. But it's interesting for another reason. What difference does it make if I or any other citizen think that there might have been, and I don't know, I say there might have been, In other words, I know that there was cheating. There's no doubt in my mind there was cheating. Did the cheating make Biden president? I don't know for a fact. So that's why I say I don't know. I know there was cheating. I would bet bet my house, which is my single greatest piece of equity, obviously. Well, not obviously, but just is. I would bet my house that there was cheating in the national election. There's no doubt in my mind. None. I am as certain of that as I am of the names of my two sons. But did it, did it in fact make the, uh, make the election the way it was? I don't know. But my point, the bigger point is this. If I recognize that Joe Biden is president, what difference does it make to you whether I think he cheated his way into the presidency or not. I'm not doing anything about it. I'm not, I'm not subverting his presidency in any, in any legal or illegal manner. It's totalitarian to, to want people to stop thinking a certain way. MyPillow is having their biggest sheet sale of the year. You all have helped build MyPillow into the amazing company that it is today. Now Mike Lindell, inventor and CEO, wants to give back exclusively to his listeners. The Percale and Giza Dream bedsheet sets are available in a variety of colors and sizes, and they're all on sale for as low as $29.98 with our listener promo code. Order now, because when they're gone, they're gone. The Percale and Giza Dream sheets are breathable and have a cool, crisp feel. They come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 800-761-6302. Use the promo code Prager. Or go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use the promo code Prager. Well, hello, everybody. Dennis Prager here. Pleasure to be with you. I am proud of something I said. Let's see, how long ago would this be? Two and a half years ago. Exactly two and a half years ago. April 2020. A month after the worldwide lockdowns. I said they were the greatest mistake in world history. In other words, the greatest world mistake not a few nations, the greatest world mistake made in history. 
and I was ridiculed and attacked, and it has zero effect on me, except I realize that they don't have answers, they only have smears. I was right. The lockdowns were a moral and medical disgrace, and they were what I wrote in one column that year, a dress rehearsal for a police state. The left learned how far it could go to have people obey anything they say. And the answer is, as far as they want. The land of the free and the home of the brave was no longer accurate. Decades of making weaker Americans paid off. That's how I saw it. That's how I see it. What the left is doing to the military, the last bastion of strength, is a crime. Nobody was more pro-lockdown and more scared than New Yorkers. New York City led the way to sheep-like behavior. The governor of New York State at the time was a national hero to the left, Andrew Cuomo, he, he, he made pronouncements every day, including the one that I kept playing over and over. If everything I do saves one life, it is worth it. He ended up killing more people than he saved, but that's beside the point. It is just that it's not the point I'm making. It's that that's a stupid, stupid statement. If you, if you if you prevented all people from crossing the street, you would save lives. Pedestrians are killed. But it's not worth it, is it? So the notion of that the only policy of a government is to save one life means it is the end of civilization as we know it. So the New York Times has a piece. New York City faces potential fiscal crisis as $10 billion deficit looms. I'll read to you excerpts from this piece from the New York Times. And of course, it is completely of the opinion, needless to say, this was all because of COVID, which is, by the way, a form of lie. It is because of lockdowns. COVID did not cause these issues. The lockdowns did. And all of you who agree with me should always change your vocabulary. I correct conservatives frequently when they say COVID did this and COVID did that. I say, no, the lockdowns did it. And then they go, yeah, you're right. That's what I'm going to say from now on. I never say COVID did it. COVID did very little. Lockdowns did, did a lot. For the first time in six years, New York City officials expect the business tax revenue will fall. New York City battered by economic headwinds and mired in a stubborn pandemic-driven downturn. Get that? Pandemic-driven downturn. The language of the left is as important as any other aspect of the left. It was pandemic-driven, the downturn. Oh, not lockdown-driven. How come Sweden didn't have a pandemic 
driven downturn because it didn't have a lockdown. I'm increasingly admiring Sweden. Never thought that would happen. The stubborn pandemic-driven downturn afflicting employment, tourism, and tax revenue is teetering on the brink of a severe budget crisis. For the first time in six years, city officials expect that business tax revenue will decline. Personal income and related tax revenue is expected to fall by 7.7%, the largest drop in a dozen years. That's okay, but we now have 80, what is it, 87,000 new IRS agents? They'll take care of that. An overriding point that I wish to make as I read to you all of this is that it, it doesn't matter how much damage the left, meaning Democrats, do, Democrats continue voting Democrat. I'm not sure there is anything that the Democratic Party could do that, or the left could do, which is now identical, that would have any serious number of liberals, forget leftists, not vote Democrat. In New York, they, they watched their city suffocate under these idiotic rules of masking. By the way, in New York theaters, do you still have to wear a mask? Can you go to a New York uh, play or show without a mask now? Could you look that up? Masking policy, New York theaters. That should do it. The greatest scene of all is this one. There were synagogues in the United States in 2021 that on Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish New Year, as it is called, High Holy Days, or Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur to be precise, but it said Yom Kippur, Day of Atonement. And the, the central ritual of Rosh Hashanah is the blowing of the ram's horn. It's been done for thousands of years, very powerful, calling people to do self-examination of their character. One of the most prominent reform synagogues in the country, located in L.A., they put a mask over the shofar. Encouraged, but not... Um... It's encouraged, but not mandated anymore? Okay, in New York theaters. You're pretty, uh, you're pretty out of your mind to put a mask over a shofar. It, it, and yet, the, the hundreds or thousands, I don't know how many, attended that service. No, I, I don't know how many thought, my God, my clergy have lost their mind. Lost their minds. I don't know. While the nation has regained the jobs it lost during the pandemic, New York City is still 162,000 jobs short. With this situation especially dire for black New Yorkers, of course the New York Times, they capitalize black, whose unemployment rate of more than 10% remains nearly three times the national average. Well, how many times the New York average? Wouldn't you think that that's the relevant statistic? Huh? 
Not that talking about New York. And blacks will continue voting Democrat, even though the highest employment rate recorded for black America was recorded under Donald Trump. It's a perfect example of people voting for the left, no matter what damage the left does. Overall, the city's revenue stream is projected to fall this year and next, the first two-year decline. Listen to this. This is the first two-year decline in the city's revenue stream in audited state controller records, which date back to 1980. So that's 42 years. And probably be earlier than that if they kept records. Might be in modern history, if that dates from 20th century. Or at least since World War One, let's put it that way. Or World War Two. I, I don't know when it would be. Let's say World War Two. So that's 80 years. Nearly 80 years. They've never had a two-year decline in the uh, revenue stream. City faced a potential budget gap in 2026 of $10 billion. It doesn't matter to the left. They print more money or raise more taxes. And that way they ensure that the middle class leave their city. We return. Northridge, California. Deborah, hello. Hi. Hi. All right. Hi, John Speaker. Hi. Thank you, Dennis, for everything you do. Uh, I I just wanted to let you know, in case you didn't know. Okay, so we're, my family, we're very anti-mask and so forth. And my my son attends Cal State University, Northridge, and he has five professors, and only one of the professors teaches without a mask. All the other four wear masks. Oh, is that interesting? Holy crow! <laughs> uh-huh. And, and get yeah. this. he's a STEM major. These are all engineering classes. Wow. And and so my son would dearly love to, to be able to go without a mask, but I don't blame him. He wears a mask because he doesn't want to be the only one not wearing a mask. Maybe it'll affect his grade, you know. And they did receive some kind of a memo at the beginning of the semester to show respect for professors uh, mask uh, wearing uh-huh. preferences or something like that. So well, he wears a mask right. in four of his five classes. So Wow. <laughs> wait, four out of the five, you said? Yep. Yep. Who te- Only one. So Only wait, one. The, the fifth class is taught by a professor who does not wear a mask? Right. And she, so wait, 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 hold on. Yeah. Northridge does not demand masks? This is all voluntary on the part of the professors? I believe so. I believe this is voluntary, and 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 I think, and so I think, I that's what's so disturbing about it is that to me is that well, they're both disturbing, this, whether I they mean, mandate I, it or the teachers voluntarily do it. it, it it's right. so. Tell me about the one teacher who doesn't. Do you know anything about her? Uh, not really. It's uh, this what, semester just started a couple weeks. What ago, does she so, teach? Uh, uh, well, it's an it's an engineering. Are all are all the other four teachers in engineering? Yes. That's disturbing. You're right. That's, yes. That's very disturbing. Thank you. 
people in the sciences know nothing about the science of masks? Nothing? I am happy to say that about 85% of the people at Los Angeles International Airport are not wearing masks. I was there again yesterday. I'm there almost every week. And even though there are periodic announcements that Los Angeles County requires all those at Los Angeles International Airport to wear a mask except when, and I love this one. I've memorized it. I heard it so much. I, you, you know what the, the, what is the adverb? Except when eating or drinking, but there is an adverb added to eating or drinking. Do you know what it is? Actively. That means, take it literally, you are, when you're actively eating, you are permitted not to wear a mask at LA International Airport, LAX as it is known, and however, between bites and sips, you should be wearing your mask. Now, in my opinion... I think that actively eating is stricter than that. When inserting the food or drink into your mouth, you can have no mask. But why when chewing? You can chew with a mask. 85% of the people have contempt for Barbara Ferrer. They don't know her name. They should. We have a, a spectacular fool uh, as the uh, the head of uh, L.A. County Health. The woman is a fool. It's about as low as you can get. It's, it's a notch above evil, but fools do a lot of evil. Well, I wouldn't say she's evil. I'd say she's doing evil. But then you'll say, but Dennis, aren't people what they do? Well, it's a complex question. I'll tell you what a fool she is. She should realize that if 85% of people disregard her order, that puts her orders in a precarious position. You don't want to be a ruler whose rules are ridiculed and flaunted. Because the next time there is a pandemic... And she says, wear masks. Maybe fewer will. There were times I was literally the only person in my terminal at LAX not wearing a mask. And believe me, that I will acknowledge that took some courage. You may think I'm dead wrong, but you can't deny it took some courage. And it's not like I don't stick out. I'm six foot four. I stick out. Nevertheless, it was a moral principle and a scientific principle of mine not to wear it. As I have recounted, I was stopped in four airports in the country not wearing a mask by police. And in every single case, they came over and said, Oh, Dennis Prager, we love you. Every time I had a slight adrenaline increase, am I going to be arrested? Am I going to be warned? Am I going to be 
in some way disciplined and that was the message of the police no one else said anything if there is a group that is weaker than teachers I am un, I am unfamiliar with it from college presidents deans the whole faculty world of colleges are composed overwhelmingly of weak people of scared people those are the those are the models for America's young people it's, it's sad the Dennis Prager show that's what we do hello everybody reading to you about the catastrophe that the lockdowns have brought upon places this, this time New York City I'll continue that. I want to give you the update on masks in New York City. A truly foolish city. A city run by fools and many of its inhabitants, not all, equally foolish. Listen to this. In all schools, students, families, staff, and visitors must complete a health screening form before entering a school building each day. You know what that's about? Every day? Every day. Every student has to complete a health screening form? What does it ask? How do you feel? I assume that's what it asks. Not, not finished. This is really, this is frightening and sad. Students who compete in certain sports, such as football, and take part in certain extracurricular activities, including musical theater, must be vaccinated against COVID-19. The country of Denmark has essentially banned, pe- banned people under 50 getting vaccinated. So somebody's really, 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 really wrong, either the country of Denmark or New York City. Which do you think is more likely to be right and which more likely to be wrong? This has nothing to do with science. Nothing. These are scared people who love power. A horrible, horrible combination. And it is two of the chief characteristics of the left. Scared people and love of power. Poor kids. If I had a kid in New York City who was talented in some sport, and I would, uh, I would forbid my child in every possible way I could, because they could get it on their own, I acknowledge it. I would forbid my child, I would rather my child smoke cigars. Well, I, I don't care if my child, not, not a 10-year-old, but if my teenager, I started smoking cigars at 16. It's an interesting question to ask people. 
I'll bet you every leftist thinks the question is absurd. Would you rather your child, would you rather your teenager, your 16-year-old, smoke a cigar or have the vaccine? Which do you think is more dangerous to a 16-year-old, a cigar or the vaccine? And of course, everyone on the left will say the cigar is much more dangerous because to be a leftist is to be an ignoramus. That's why. They think cigars are the same. They think they're thicker cigarettes. But you don't inhale cigars. Big difference. In any event, Denmark knows how dangerous vaccines are to young people. Why doesn't New York City? Kid can't compete in sports. The healthiest kids have to take a vaccine. How many healthy kids have died of COVID? Whew. Here's another horrible part of New York City. Everyone, regardless of vaccination status, by the way, what does that even mean? If the vaccine works, why should there be anything regardless of vaccination status? It means it, means it doesn't work. <laughs> That's the only thing it could mean. We don't care if you're vaccinated. You have to wear a mask when in a healthcare setting. Poor people who work in these healthcare settings. So every all of my doctors at the at the uh, at the hospital that I go for my surgeries and, and checkups and everything, they're all still wearing masks. How many of them believe that it's necessary? A lot. That's sad. This is the most depressing. Masks are required inside group residential facilities, including nursing homes. The only joy these people have in a nursing home is relating to other patients. And they have to wear masks. Cruelty on the left. Beep, 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 beep. Hello, everybody. This is the Ultimate Issues Hour. I'm Dennis Prinker. It's a very important hour each week because you have to get your mind clear about the big issues. We could have called it the Big Issues Hour. We could have called it the Wisdom Hour, but that would have sounded pompous. Ergo, and even the word ergo sounds pompous. Ergo, we didn't call it the Wisdom Hour. Knowledge, or better, understanding the big issues is a synonym for wisdom. So I'm going to talk to you today about egalitarianism. The great goal of the progressive, of the left, of even the liberal, equality. Ooh, it's a biggie. So let me state the conclusion at the outset. The belief that people should be equal, not that they are born equal or they're equal in God's eyes, or that they're created equal, which is the same as born equal, or that they should be equal before the law, or that they should have equal opportunities, that is good. All of that is good. 
by equality, the proponents of equality do not mean equality before the law or equality of birth. They mean equality of result. So sometimes it's called equity. Egalitarianism is the religion of equality. Okay? So here is the conclusion at the outset. Egalitarianism must, must end up violent. It is not possible to achieve equality without violence. Not possible, and it has never happened. More people have been murdered in the name of equality than in the name of anything else in any 500-year period, and this took only 50 years. If you went to college, you were, you were told, oh, more people have been killed in the name of God and religion than anything else. You know what? Let's do that, by the way, as an ultimate issues topic. I'd like to respond to that. More people have been killed in the name of God and religion. Actually, more people have been killed by secular movements, secular movements of big government, everything progressives adore, secularism and big government, have been the sources of the greatest monstrosities that we have recorded, specifically communism and the 100 million people killed by communists, which means nothing to anyone on the left, nothing. It's an amazing thing how staggering evil means so little to people who think well of themselves. And nobody thinks better than a, of himself than a progressive. Again, the pursuit of equality is the pursuit of violence. And one of the proofs is the difference between the consequences of the American Revolution and the French Revolution. One in 1776, the other 13 years later, 1789. And the American Revolution did not assert that equality was one of its goals. The French Revolution asserted equality as one of its goals. And one ended up with the freest country in history, and one ended up with the guillotine. And tens of thousands of innocent people in France slaughtered, butchered, tortured, and persecuted without being just tortured or butchered, just persecuted. Just the number of priests alone was staggering. The number of Catholic priests killed Murdered, I should say, right after the French Revolution, or years, a few years, within a few years of the French Revolution. They hated religion. The American Revolution loved religion. None of this means a damn thing if you're at Yale. Because you won't be taught any of this. Or at the University of Pennsylvania. Or at Berkeley. Or at Stanford. 
It doesn't matter where. Or at the University of North Dakota, probably. They don't teach you this stuff. Differences between the American and French revolutions are the differences between left and right to this day. If you believe in the ideals of the American Revolution, you're a conservative. If you believe in the ideals of the French Revolution, you're a leftist. It's that simple. And the uh, Hannah Arendt, I don't know how many of you know of her. She was a major thought figure in the 20th century. She wrote a very famous book called Eichmann in Jerusalem. She was a big thinker. She was on, on the left of, of center. And she wrote correctly, the world is much more influenced by the French Revolution than the American Revolution. I just cited her quote in the book I'm working on in my Rational Bible series. By the way, the next book is coming out in three weeks. Deuteronomy, the most cited book by the founders of America. The most cited single book, including French Enlightenment figures books. Including biblical books. And my commentary on Deuteronomy is coming out. You could pre-order it now at Amazon or from the Prager store. As you wish, I ask you to do so because it's, it's life-changing. Book of Deuteronomy, the fifth of the five books, the third in my series, is, has more laws than any other book of the Bible, 240, I believe it is. And it's very profound. Why they cited it more than any other single book. I just learned of that. I didn't even include that in the Deuteronomy commentary because I didn't know it at the time. I found it out. I found it out later. Egalitarianism is the subject. Egalitarianism must lead to cruelty and violence. Very simple. I'll prove it to you. How can you make sure that X, Y, and Z have the same income? or the same material goods, same savings, then they're equal. How do you ensure that? In only one way, by taking away money and property from the one who's richer. The left doesn't make the poor richer, they make the rich poorer. And that, by the way, they're perfectly okay with that. There's no, there's no moral acceptance of the idea that one has more than the other, let alone way more than the other. That is why every single pronouncement on the issue is the the terrible inequality in America. Inequality, inequality, inequality. By the way, I'm not a big fan of this gigantic inequality either. The thought that, uh, what's Gates' first name? Bill Gates has so much money. Is sickening. He's an idiot. He's a true idiot. He's turned out to be an idiot. Maybe that much money makes you an idiot. Not, not necessarily. I've met quite a number of billionaires in my fundraising for PragerU, and they've been very, very wonderful people. There are wonderful billionaires, 
and despicable billionaires. And there are wonderful poor people and despicable poor people. I've seen no correlation between wealth and either wisdom or foolishness. But the inequality issue is one whose eradication is done through violence. By the way, I would like to remind you that the Jewish High Holy Days are coming up, and most of you are not Jewish. But if you are at all interested in God, the Bible, religion, the meaning of life, and want to be moved, many, many thousands have found my Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur Jewish High Holy Day services very meaningful. Everything is explained by me. It's beautiful music. The whole thing is very moving. And you can stream it anytime you want. You can stream it. All uh, of the Rosh Hashanah and the Yom Kippur services, a lot of hours. You can tap into it, stop it, go back. I promise you will find this meaningful. Uh, Sean, where do people go again to stream it? Salem, the Salem, what is the exact, uh, streaming my my High Holy Day services. Salem Now, okay, SalemNow.com. Or go to my website, that's the, that's, it might be easier. It's cited on the show, I believe it's where it is. And by the way, uh, it's a great gift to make to somebody uh, in your life. And the other, by the way, is you can come to the live services for information on how to get in. Uh, just, to go again, go to my website or go to PragerHighHolidays.net. This is the 15th or 14th year that I have uh, done this. People find it very inspiring. It's meant to be. I started my own service because it was very hard for me to find something that was uh, was exactly what I wanted. I <laughs> I always say to people, if you want a candidate for office with whom you agree on everything, you should run for office. You should be that candidate. Then you'll agree with the candidate on everything. I have the same feeling about a church or synagogue. You want one that you fully agree with? Found it. That's what I did. So anyway, if you want to attend or you want to stream, go to my website. My subject today on the Ultimate Issues Hour is egalitarianism and how it must lead to the deprivation of life. In other words, violence. Equality as an end is an evil idea. How could there be equality at the end? Even if there was pure equality in terms of law, in terms of opportunity, some people will always have more than others. It's inevitable. 
Some people have more talent. Some people work harder. Some people have more luck. That's it. So egalitarianism is a, is a, is a foolish idea, aside from being one that leads to evil. And that's yet, that is what your child is getting at college. Equality. The great evil is inequality. No, the great evil is deprivation of liberty and of life. The great evil is evil. 1 8 Prager 776 877 243 This is a very big deal, this subject. Equality is a bad goal. It's a bad goal. You know the Ten Commandments, my favorite document in the history of the world. My motto is, if you want to defund the police, there is a way. Get everybody to obey obey the Ten Commandments. Ten Commandments is the bedrock of, of Western civilization. So I'm going to offer you a thought as you call in on whether or not you, you want to ask something or you, you've, this is an eye-opener to you that the egalitarian ideal is, a, is an evil ideal. So let me tell you about the Ten Commandments. You will find this of interest. There are two tablets to the Ten Commandments. Every one of you has seen pictures, representations, of them, there's the, if you do it from the Hebrew, there's the first five on the right and the second five on the left. Do it in English. I don't know what, how, they, how they show the numbers in English. It's an interesting thing. I have to look that up during the break. But, but it, it doesn't matter to, for my point. This is interesting and important. The first five commandments are... Commandments vis-a-vis the human and God. The second five commandments are between humans and other humans. Six is do not murder. Seven is do not commit adultery. Eight is do not steal. Nine is do not bear false witness. And ten is do not covet what belongs to your neighbor. Okay. So the second six to ten are between man and man, human and human. One to five between man and God, with one exception, however. The fifth. The fifth is the only one of the first five that is between human and human. And it is honor your father and mother. It's on the side of the commandments regarding us and God. There's a reason for that. Honoring parents is the vehicle to honoring God. That's why. But I have a bigger point to make about equality when we return. Hi, everybody. Ultimate Issues Hour, egalitarianism must lead to murder. The pursuit of equality as the highest goal of a society must end up in mayhem, in French revolutionary guillotine violence. 
It's the fact. It is a bad goal, equality. I want you to know that. What do we have on our coins? In God we trust, liberty and e pluribus unum from many one. Hmm. Where's equality? America opted for liberty and France opted for equality. And the French got mass killings and we got mass freedom. Oh, and you'll say, but not for slaves. True, slavery was universal. That is correct. But they were eventually freed and became the freest blacks in the world. That's not taught to your kids or mentioned in the New York Times, which is the same thing. But that is the way it is. Equality is a very bad, as in immoral, goal. Equality before the law is absolutely essential. Equality of opportunity is an ideal, but not equality of result. That's what the equality of the French Revolution and the progressives, who are the children of the French Revolution, which has been far more influential than the American, I'm sorry to say. In fact, the American Revolution has now not even influenced many Americans who have opted for the French Revolutionary model. Equality, 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 inequality, inequality, inequality. So I was telling you about the Ten Commandments. So the first five rest on the fifth, almost literally, because that's the, the bottom one of the first five. So the, the one through four, so to speak, rest on the fifth. Honoring your mother and father is the vehicle to honoring God. The pathway to a father in heaven is a father on earth. Actually, mother as well, because they're equal mothers and fathers in the Bible. Now let's go to the second five commandments, which are all between humans. As I said, murder, adultery, stealing, perjury, and then the fifth. Is as out of place from the second five as honor your father and mother is out of place from the first five. But it's not out of place. It's part of the genius of the Ten Commandments. Do not covet what belongs to your neighbor. As I explain in my commentary, the Rational Bible, both in Deuteronomy and in Exodus, the two places where the Ten Commandments appear, I explain, coveting is not envy, it's not jealousy, it's not lusting. Coveting is desiring to have what your neighbor owns, whether it's your neighbor's spouse, your neighbor's house, I'm tempted to say, or your neighbor's mouse, but I won't. Anything, and it says, anything that belongs to your neighbor. The left, which ha, which craps on the Ten Commandments, craps on everything that's good, everything that's noble, everything that elevates from beauty, from beautiful art to the Ten Commandments. It's truly, uh, it's a movement of, it's really a death wish. 
so this brilliant, brilliant document knows that if you covet, that is, you want exactly what, not you want the same type of house or the same type of car or the same type of spouse, but you want that spouse, that car, that house, that can lead only to the previous four violations, murder, stealing, adultery, false witness. Leftism is rooted in coveting. It's also rooted in in removing parental authority, for that matter. Leftism is the antithesis of the Ten Commandments. I'll take your calls. One eight Prager seven seven six eight seven seven two four three triple seven six. Okay, everybody. Final segment of today's Ultimate Issues Hour. You play this hour for your college age son or daughter, niece or nephew, or anybody. Blow their minds. The pursuit of equality is inevitably the pursuit of violence. Inevitably. It's not possible to attain equality without killing people, without robbing from people. It is impossible. It is a bad, morally bad ideal. Okay? We're born equal. We're equal in God's eyes. We're equal before the law. We should have equal opportunity. But the pursuit of equality is a terrible idea, and this country didn't have that. You can pursue liberty and you can pursue equality. You can't pursue both. The French had both in their motto, and they fooled themselves. Equality completely trumped liberty. Minneapolis, Dan, hello. Oh, hey, Dennis. Haven't talked to you for a while. It's good to hear you. Thank you. How are you doing? Well, thank you very much. I believe that equality can be a good thing because it's in Scripture. 2 Corinthians, the 8th chapter. Starting at 13, and there should be equality in sharing the burden. At this present time, your surplus is going to supply their need, so that some other time their surplus may be given to supply your need, that there may be equality. As is it written, this is in Exodus, he who gathered much did not have too much, and he who gathered little did not lack. So equality can be a good thing because it's in Scripture. Right. Your point is well taken. The the. There are many scriptural ideals, and that is at times one of them. There's also a statement that the poor will always be with us. So, and that if you don't work, you don't you don't eat. So, the, the Bible has a nuanced view on many on many matters. A human attempt to enforce equality will lead to violence. There is no other way. To achieve it. You have too much, I will take it away, and I will take it away by force. I'm not going to take it away by request. The only way to take it away is by force. That's why do not covet and do not steal are such important laws in the Ten Commandments. The moment you don't covet what your neighbor has, you have enabled some degree of inequality. That, to me, is a big deal. All right, y'all. 
Dennis Prager here, and I will see you tomorrow. The Dennis Prager Show, live from the Relief Factor Pain-Free Studio. Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, become a member of PragerTopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the daily show prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.